Alright, welcome back to Experts here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, breaking down all the games for that night, giving best bets and tracking all of them on the BetStamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. So if you want to stay up to date with our picks, make sure to go over there. If you want to see all of the shows in real time, I highly recommend subscribing here to the Edgework HQ YouTube channel. You can also catch all the videos that we're doing, breaking down some of the trades and rumors around the league, looking ahead to futures markets, as well as our new podcast with David Pagnotta, Dennis Bernstein, and Zach Bonenstein that comes out every Wednesday. So new episode dropped yesterday as they look into the trades uh, that could potentially be coming ahead of the trade deadline and some of the futures markets. So make sure to check that out. But uh no rust today. Alex filling in. Alex, how you feeling this morning? You ready to go? Join the Thursday uh, crew? Always ready to go. I'm stepping up to the big leagues. This is uh, this is an <laughs> honor. It's an honor to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we will break down each of the games for today. We'll get into uh, our best bets and we'll start with this Florida-Washington game here tonight. Um, so money, when you look at these two teams, Florida is kicking back uh, or trying to push back into a playoff spot here after what was a rough start to the season. They're two points out of the playoffs as it stands. They do sit behind the Islanders who are ahead of them and also out of the playoffs. Uh, that They have the same number of games played as them, but you're looking at those wildcard spots. They're up for grabs. Two points back of this Washington team that they are playing here tonight. They've played one more game than Washington, but they're also three points back of Pittsburgh who's holding on to the first wildcard spot. If you look at a spot like this, both teams are going to be hungry to get points in this one as you don't want to kind of let it have a four-point swing on the standings. Uh, where do you lean towards uh, looking at this game tonight? So in general, I'm still not sold on Florida. Um, I think that um, they, they they continue to struggle struggle defensively, which is which is interesting to me because the whole point of bringing Paul Maurice in was to was to shore up their defense, and yet here they are, especially recently giving up giving up a whole bunch of um, high 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 danger chances here. Um, in in this game, I just don't know if Washington can um, can can take advantage of that, um, or I don't think they they're able to generate enough consistent offense here. Um, the Panthers talked about how they didn't have their legs um, against the Blues. Um, and it showed, uh, but they are the better team right now, um, especially with the guys that um, obviously that the uh, that that the Capitals are missing. Um, I would expect um, Kemper in goal here against uh, against Bobrovsky um, on the season as a whole. Kemper um, actually has had better numbers, but um, Bobrovsky is trending much better lately. So I think that I would give um, give the goaltending advantage to. Um, to the Panthers here based on current form. Um, I just don't want any surprises from, from, from Maurice, but um, in terms of goaltending, but I am on, I, I am on the Panthers tonight. And Alex, where do you stand? You're kind of the same mindset here. So money in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately I, uh, I do. And uh, not unfortunately because I don't want to be on the same side of so money because it's great being on the same side of so money, but unfortunately because I need the Panthers to lose hockey games so that the Habs can maybe get a better pick in this draft. Um, right. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think they're going to be losing this one tonight. Um, I mean, I think they're justified as favorites here. Obviously, you know, Ovechkin being out as well um, really pushes the needle in their direction to uh, towards Florida. But yeah, I mean, so many talks about it. The 
you know, Florida's defense um, has not been great, but as a team, as a whole, they're playing, you know, better hockey right now. Um, they're kind of trending in the right direction. If I had to, you know, gun to my head, if I had to pick uh, whether or not they, you know, they'd end up sneaking in and making the playoffs just based on like recent play and form, it's kind of, uh, I- I'd kind of lean towards them finding a way to, you know, sneak into those wild card spots. Um, I think, you know, based on the prices right now, there's, looks like there's, you know, minus 115 at Penny. Um, can be books are at you know 116 um there's a, a rogue minus 110 out there for ontario players at uh, bet victor which is a, a nice number as well but um yeah I, i'm on the panthers here i think that they uh just kind of match up a bit well and given the injuries and the absences for washington this is a a good spot to back florida to get back into the win column after like a really ugly loss in their last time out so and i'll ask you go ahead so money Sorry, uh, just to add, um, we we know about um, about about Ovechkin. There was an outside chance that Wilson might be in, but um, but but he won't be playing either. He didn't do any any line rushes. It just came down a couple minutes ago. Okay, uh, so keep an eye out for that. As I'm sure at some point here, so money will get the uh, the normal breaking news type moment where we get a goalie <laughs> announcement or something that happens. That is, it wouldn't be a Thursday show without that uh, being the case. Um, I was just gonna ask. You're looking at the Eastern playoffs, specifically the wild card spots here. Washington has kind of fallen a little bit. I mean, they are on a two game losing streak right now, and over the play over the last little while hasn't been that great. The Islanders did go and make a move for Bo Horvat. Seems like they may not be done. It's probably not going to be another big move, but it might just be little pieces around. Florida's starting to make a push now, and a lot of that is being carried by Matthew Kachuk, who's on pace to have a, a, like a career year there in Florida. A little bit uh, better than Huberto this year, right? Eh? Just a bit. A little bit better than Huberto, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you kind of watch this. Uh, you watch these playoffs teams or teams outside the playoffs starting to make a push here. Do you think a team like Florida could kind of hop in? Would it be both Pittsburgh and Washington, maybe just Washington? Like, if you're looking at that Eastern playoff picture, I I don't know, Alex or so many, whoever, if either of you have an opinion on that, but just looking at the playoffs, if you were to look at one of these teams who's maybe outside looking in, the Islanders, the Panthers, the Sabres, do you think there's any likelihood of them being able to jump over Pittsburgh's and Washington? I think that uh, Detroit and Buffalo... um, they're nice stories. They're fun teams to watch, but ultimately, I think that they fall short. Um, I think that the Panthers fall short. Um, it does, in my opinion, come down to two of Islanders, Penguins, or or the Caps. And um, I think I've I favor Penguins just because they're going to get a dramatic upgrade in their goaltending once uh, once Chris and Jari comes back. Um, and then between the Islanders and the Caps, um, I think it comes down to whoever's healthy. Yeah, I, I agree on the on the Penguins. Obviously, you know, with Jari too. But I think just they're just such a well-coached team too that I do think they ultimately will figure it out. Um, they have all those games in hand right now over the teams around them, and yeah. they have a lead in points. So I think they're I think they're somewhat safe, as uh, safe as one can be in this position to make the playoffs. Um, I hope the Islanders make it in. I would like to see them get in there, but some really ugly losses lately. It's it's hard to buy into this team right now. Um, I mean, the way Florida has been trending, like if they can get the goaltending, you know, the, at least like a solid baseline level over the rest of the season, I can see them sneaking in. Hope they don't, obviously, but 
right now I, I do I actually do think Florida's gonna make it. I don't think that uh, the Buffalo's a threat whatsoever. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago on Edgework. I just I just do not see them being a threat at all. They don't play good teams well. They beat up on the bad teams and for the most part they, you know, they lose the team to the teams they should lose to. So I don't really see them uh getting in there. But like man, their their window is, you know, just starting to open. So they'll uh, there are better days ahead for that team. Yeah, I, I I did bet Buffalo plus five fifty to make the playoffs, but I would I would sell that for our pennies on the dollar right now. I, <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think they're gonna do anything here. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, a game between uh, Winnipeg and Columbus here tonight where we're looking at Winnipeg, who's second in the Central right now, two points back of Dallas for that first spot. They have a game in hand on them. They're six points up of Colorado as it stands right now. They have played one more game than them, but uh, you're looking at Winnipeg. They continue to just pick up points, pick up wins. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but on a three-game win streak right now. Kind of correct the ship a little bit. 14-11-1 uh, on the road, but despite that they are going in to face a Columbus team who is last in the NHL. They are three, five, and two in their last ten. Obviously, every team in the NHL is capable of finding ways to win games or at least pick up some points. But uh, Alex, if you're looking at Winnipeg here on the road on this three-game win streak, is this just another spot for them to continue what they've been doing and pick up another win here against Columbus tonight? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't bet the uh, Blue Jackets with your money. I'll put it that way. I have no interest in them whatsoever, especially not at this price. Um, I'm also not really, you know, rushing to lay anything with Winnipeg right now. So this is pretty much just a stay away game for me. I could maybe be talked into uh, an over, but I mean, it's also possible that, you know, I mean, the, the Blue Jackets don't exactly generate the most offense. They're pretty much like bottom five in the league in that regard. And then you got Hellebuck in net. So it's kind of hard for me to get on that either. So it's just pretty much a full stay away game for me. Yeah, I've, yeah, I feel the same way. I, I like like Alex. I could make a case for the over, but uh, Corpusalo is confirmed in net for mm-hmm. for Columbus now, and he's just one of those guys who's got such a huge range of outcomes, and it's just not something I'm I'm interested in. We will cheer for the Blue Jackets tonight, obviously, but it's not a game that <laughs> uh, that uh, I'll be betting on. All right, and then uh, a team that you would be likely cheering for to be uh, no points in this one, a a runaway game if you could get it, it would be Montreal heading on the road to take on the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Montreal 5-4-1 in their last 10 on a little bit of a heater right now despite trying to sit down everybody they possibly can to lose as many games as they can. Sorry, Alex. (laughs) A three-game win streak for the Canadians. Uh, going into Carolina to face what's been a very good Carolina team. First in the Metro right now. It uh, doesn't matter. Pacioretty, no Pacioretty. They continue to uh, to buzz along here. 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10. 17-6-2 at home. Obviously, we'd be looking at a spot where we'd, uh, <laughs> if you're a Habs fan, you'd like the Habs to lose tonight. But uh, another big favorite dog kind of situation like what we've seen over the past couple of days where you're starting to see these separate themselves a little bit more uh would there be any spot for you so money tonight in this game between these two teams that you would look to play probably not um we cheer for montreal here as well um ronta is uh confirmed for carolina but um he's not gonna move the move the needle here for me so this is another game where 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 we sit it out but go Habs. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I mean, 
they keep winning. And, you know, we just talked about, you know, teams to make the playoffs in the East. We didn't talk about the juggernaut that is Montreal right now that, uh, <laughs> you know, they can't, uh, they can't lose a game. Um, and they keep trying to counteract that by adding more guys on, uh, on injured reserve. Now you got Jack guy out indefinitely who joins like, you know, I mean, Monaghan, Edmondson, Jake Evans, Slavkovsky, Gallagher, Gooley, the list kind of goes on. <laughs> They're uh, Caulfield, obviously, too. Like, they're just putting everyone they can on IR right now, too. Uh, and then they're going to start trading some guys. So it's going to be hopefully the the worst is yet to come for this team because I can't, you know, keep watching the Harvey Pinards and Alex Belzeals of the world, like, turn this into a, into a, a good team again. I, it just doesn't make sense. Um, this seems like a very good spot for them to just get completely run over. Um, I mean, I'm not betting anything in this game, but... I'm not, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lay that price on a minus one and a half either. But that's that. That would be pretty much my only look. I think that this is a, this is a matchup where the Habs could get absolutely steamrolled. Uh, all right, thoughts on this then? Because last night, uh, Alex played Alex B. Smith on the Wednesday show. Played uh, the Blackhawks to win in regulation against the Leafs. Uh, a lot of that was uh, just kind of a flyer based on what the price was because it kind of got to a ridiculous range. This one isn't maybe necessarily ridiculous per se, but it is a big number that you'd have to lay on Carolina uh, in this situation. Either if you're playing them just on the money line, if you played them on a spread, we're even like seeing some of these books getting out to minus two and a half right now if you look around. Um, is there kind of spots where you guys would look to and just say like, all right, this number is just too absurd. Like you, you got to get in, you got to play this now because... Yesterday with that uh, Chicago Leafs game, you're seeing some books offering like plus 600 just money line straight up. Uh, and then that kind of gets to a point of like, hey, these are still NHL players. They are paid to play. Anything could happen. Um, it, when you guys are looking at games, I mean, so money, you look at a game, you sit there and you say, all right, this number is just too ridiculous. You got to play on it. Yeah, I I, I, I do. And um. I, I always say um, every team has a price, right? Like at some point, you should be willing to bet any team if that price is right. Um, I did play the Blackhawks last night. Um, it, it it just felt like an obscene number. And the and the reason I make those plays is the same reason why I bet Canucks futures to win the Stanley Cup every year. Um, I just wouldn't be able to forgive myself if <laughs> the one year that I don't play it and they do win the Cup. So um, if they ever do win the Cup, I'll still be down like throughout my lifetime but, <laughs> um, but at least um i was on them when they won the cup so it's just it's like the blackhawks they got they just got obscene last night so um yeah i i i i, I would make those bets you say that uh a lot of the players these are still nhl players but actually a lot of the players in montreal's lineup right now are can confirm are not nhl players um, <laughs> yeah. should not be nhl players uh starts first and foremost with chris weidman who i can't stand um but uh <laughs> hey but, but <laughs> he is uh signed like supposed to be nhl player <laughs> yeah he's supposed to be an nhl player he might be the least nhl caliber player on their roster right now um but yeah i mean obviously like somebody said there's definitely a range where you'll get in on on anyone but you look at like the team montreal's beaten lately um you know the this monumental three-game win streak, uh, which seems like I think it's like their first three-game win streak since like October. Um, but yeah, the Islanders, Edmonton, Chicago, Carolina's just different from those teams. They don't give up nearly as much, and they're just you know they're just going to control play consistently. Um, I don't think Montreal is going to be able to generate really anything right now. So I would need a pretty pretty sizable number to get in on them here. 
All right, fair enough. Yeah, I just think it's interesting, especially as we go down the stretch and we're going to watch teams sit guys out and we're going to watch um, players get traded or end up with injuries and stuff like that that you see. Uh, you're going to start to see more and more of these big prices, I would imagine, because teams like Carolina, Toronto, Boston, uh, they're not going to sit guys out. But on the other side, Chicago's, Montreal's, they might. Uh there's a question here from Brian Flynn. Uh, for your betting career, what's the biggest number you guys have bet on a favorite, not including Moneyline parlays? Uh, if you guys know that, then <laughs> I think that would be pretty interesting. I think I remember laying like a minus, like, I think I've gotten to like minus 280, minus 300. And just in the NHL, I think I've done that definitely before. Um, I'm trying to remember if I've ever gone higher than that. I don't know about you, so money. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to remember there was a game nearing the end of the season a couple of years ago where I laid a minus 300. Um I I that's Was that the I'll, game I'll, where um I think someone basically ended up like starting like an entire AHL lineup almost. Yeah. Uh I think it was against the Bruins or it was the Bruins that started I can't remember exactly, but yeah, I think I I, I remember what you're talking about. It wasn't that Bruins wash game be, be, because that was like the um that was a 2-1 game yeah. where where they scored in like the last minute and they like, struggled to to win that game. Yeah. yeah, so like it's funny about that game like that was actually the biggest play that I've ever made in my life. Um and 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 I started early in that game. I think it moved from like like there was a point they were plus money and it moved all the way to like minus 200 or something. Mm-hmm. But um it w- it wasn't that game. Um, it was a couple of years ago, and um, I did win. But like, it was like one of those things where like, um, like I just had to. Like that was like it was yeah. a, it was a completely like AHL lineup, like like top to bottom, goal, goal, goaltenders, everything. I just I just can't remember for the life of me which 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 game that was. I know. Yeah. No. I mean, the, look, the, we said it. There's a price on everyone, right? Like, there's there's times where you're going to have a big favorite and you think they should be bigger favorites. So there's, you know, you're going to lay it. But the thing with that is it's like, it's always sweaty. It's never comfortable. It's never fun. You just want to like get in there and get out and just pray that it, it goes your way because it is, yeah. uh, it is, it is an ugly sweat when you do that. And, and especially the way that that Boston Washington game went. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Wow. That one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another question here as well, Rich H asking, uh, Montreal's 0-8 in their last eight in Carolina, but Carolina's next game is their big outdoor game. Is this a possible trap scenario? Uh, would you guys look at it that way, Alex? I don't think so. I think this is, uh, I mean, there's two points available in the outdoor game. There's two points available in this game. Uh, I don't think that, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a trap scenario. I mean, Carolina's just too good of a team, I think, to uh, to you know to get sort of dragged into that. They they're in a little bit of a race still, obviously with New Jersey for top spot. I don't think they're going to slip up against uh, basically AHL caliber lineup in uh, in Montreal. So I, I wouldn't necessarily look at it that way, as as you know they're looking ahead to that and it's some massive game. I mean, if that was like a, if we're talking about like they're playing a, you know the Devils next game and we're in like game eighty of the season and that's you know going to be for the division, you can maybe consider something like that, but. Just for like a regular outdoor game where you know two points, same as tonight, I, it doesn't really doesn't really factor in for me. All right, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Like maybe another team, but not a team that's a uh, that 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 gets up for games that like like Carolina does. And Jordan Mosel saying, 
on TNT and that's all right we will move on here more games on the schedule more games we have bets in so uh one that i know we didn't have necessarily a consensus best bet in but it's going to be an interesting game tonight nonetheless is boston nashville boston right now obviously first in the nhl they can continue to pick up points they kind of started to finally show uh some form of humanity over the last little while but started to go back to where they were prior to that point where uh, they looked unstoppable they are 6-3-1 and one in their last 10 18-6-2 on the road but facing off against a Nashville team here who not completely out of the playoffs yet they are five points out of a spot but they do have three games in hand on the Calgary Flames as it stands right now six and four in their last 10 kind of interesting to watch what's going on there because you hear they might be selling you hear that they might be making moves might be trading a guy like uh, uh, Fabro in there Dante Fabro but kind of if in a position like this where maybe you could make the playoffs and you do have a goalie who could steal what games for you and get hot at the right time kind of up in the air of where they could be pick up a couple wins pick up some points and all of a sudden you're looking at it like hey we got a shot ahead of the deadline uh if you're looking at a spot here where boston is on the road against nashville so money would you kind of lean towards boston kind of continuing their dominance would you maybe look at a spot where nashville Try, is in a good position here to get themselves closer and closer to a playoff spot? Like, how do you break down a game like this? So with a game like this, um, obviously there's a huge difference in these teams. Um, I've made it no secret that I'm not high on Nashville as well. And for all intents and purposes, they they are out of the playoffs. Uh, they're not going to make it. Yeah. Um, but um, I think that this, that this number was line fair. Um, you are seeing Boston like start to lose a couple of games, but it's just it's just one of those things. They the way that they started the season, they were on pace for like five thousand points, right? Like <laughs> it's it's just not going to continue, right? At some point, like you are going to start losing games, whether whether you deserve to or not. So um, I'm not worried about Boston. I think that this um, that the that the game has been lined fairly, and um, I'm not I'm not rushing to Nashville either. Yeah, the I mean, you look at their recent schedule, too. They've kind of gone through a bit of a gauntlet. So I think that this, you know, losing streak of like losing what is like four of their last six, which is not even, you know, that much of a losing streak. But like they went from Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Toronto, yeah. all on the road. They played Washington. Then they went back to at Dallas. Um, that's a that's a brutal schedule. So to come through that with, you know, five points still, I mean, their numbers, you know, haven't dropped off. Um I mean, this is just, uh, yeah, the, this is game is line well. I have no interest in betting it. I do have interest in potentially watching it. I do think Nashville's going to be out of the playoffs. But uh, great goaltending matchup. I think Nashville just doesn't really match up well in the sense where they, they give up a lot. Uh, they kind of rely on Soros to uh, to sort of bail them out with all the, you know, with all the kind of high danger chances and stuff that they give up. And Boston's not exactly a team you want to be doing that against because Boston's not going to give you much the other way, uh, which is kind of what they need to – score goals because they don't generate a ton of offense. I mean, they generate a decent amount of offense, but like their conversion of that is, is kind of low. Um, so going up against Boston, just kind of a bad matchup for them. And uh, I successfully bet against the Predators on last week's show. And that's probably the last time I ever want to do that again, because uh, I think I was like, Oh, and 12 on Nashville games this season. So uh, I got that win in the bag and now I'm just going to pack up and move on. Yeah. And- yeah fair. And this actually brings me to um, I was looking at the um, at the Vesna market the other day, and like Allmark is like he's 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 a 
he's like the favorite right now. But I'm looking at Boston's schedule, and I wonder if um, if the lack of starts that Almore gets will 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 eventually mm-hmm. hinder him because um, it seems like um, Swayman and him tend to split starts now. So um, I I don't know if you can win the Vesna when you haven't played. Um, played like the majority of your team's games right so yeah that's a good yeah oh sorry yeah i I think looking at the vesna market would be um like i've been i've been i've been i've been monitoring that i I don't think almar should be should be the heavy favorite right now and they're they're gonna wrap up the division like relatively early so like they have no reason to just run Allmark into the ground they're going to be splitting even more uh down the stretch so like i don't know that's a good point i don't think he will get enough games to justify the what is like minus but he's like minus 170 minus 150 or something like that right now like depending where you look minus 200s here yeah yeah it's incredible that's uh so who who would be the guy to catch him i guess would be the question um I mean, there's definitely a few candidates that I think you could make a case for. Yeah, I would actually be looking at a guy like um, like a Hellebuck right now. I think that um, um, Winnipeg has the has a story behind them now, in terms of their in terms of their turnaround. Um, so that would be the guy that I'd be looking at. Yeah, and I mean, plus four fifty, plus five hundreds around. There's a there's a case for Sorokin too if yep. he's able to get them into the playoffs. I think, um, but. At that point, you know, you're kind of relying on the team as well to, to get in there, whereas Winnipeg is pretty much cemented into a playoff spot right now, so you feel a bit more comfortable with that. And they're pretty much lined around the same price. So I would probably agree that, yeah, it makes more sense to go with uh, Hellebuck there. Uh, Rich H asking uh, Vasi Vasilevsky here, would that be a look at all, or does the team in front of him kind of diminish uh, some of his – value or a possibility of actually winning a Vesna trophy here because the team is so good um and he it's not like he had the most like outstanding start to the season don't get me wrong it wasn't a bad start by any stretch of the imagination but uh, it wasn't to knock you off your socks or out of your socks kind of start would, would there be any look at Vasilevsky to win the Vesna? what is he at now he's at plus 1600 1700 mm-hmm. I mean I I don't think he's got the uh, he's got the narrative behind him. Um, I think that the I think that the team holds him back, and for all the reasons that that you mentioned there, Zach. So I you could possibly take a fire, but I don't think that he's he's going to be there in the end. If you want to take a little bit of a longer shot, I could see. Um, I mean, it's not nearly as long as Vasilevsky, but uh, but Ottinger um, yeah. is a guy who you know if they go on and win the division, and he continues playing the way he is, then. I mean, there's definitely a case for him to win it too. I think right now he's fifth in the league and uh, goal saved above expected. And that's the thing for Sorokin. I mean, Sorokin is first in the league, like running away with, you mm-hmm. know, the most amount of goal saved above expected. He's at 36.8. Next best is Saros at 28. Olmark's down fourth at 25. So, I mean, there's Sorokin just kind of catches my eye. I would just like a little bit of a better price there just because you probably need the Islanders to make the playoffs in order for him to win that. And I agree, Sam Montebo. Uh, Sam Montebo is <laughs> making a, making a hell of a case right now, especially when they trade Jake Allen at the deadline and Montebo. But they just ride Montebo to a playoff spot over the last two months of the season. Yeah, that's what you need. 
<laughs> all right let's get to some games that we do have uh some best bets in here we got a bunch as we close this one out the games later in the night we'll have all the plays in so uh alex we'll start with you in the nash uh the new jersey excuse me st louis game new jersey right now second in the metro three points back at carolina three points up on the rangers that whole spot is very tight you kind of look at the uh the east you know what teams are going to be in it in the Atlantic and in the Metro, it's just a matter of what order they're going to finish in and who's going to play who. So you're watching these New Jersey, New York, Carolina games pretty closely as they move up and down and uh, kind of close gaps or open them up even even more. New Jersey, a good spot here. Uh, it's 7-1 and, t- uh, and 2 in their last 10. On the road, they've been incredible this year. 23-3 and going in to face a St. Louis team uh, who is... Four and six in their last ten, but mind you, they are on a two-game win streak with wins over the Arizona Coyotes and the Florida Panthers. Why would you be looking to back a team like St. Louis tonight against the uh, New Jersey team who has been very good on the road? I mean, New Jersey hasn't been playing great hockey lately, though. Um, they they started off the season just on an absolute tear, and people were talking about how they're going to win the cup, and they're putting up these insane, you know, numbers. Like you knew it was going to it had to come back down um, and it's come back down maybe even more so than I was expecting. Uh, I mean, like it's small sample size, but over the last 10 games at a 43% expected goal share, they've, they've just not been the same New Jersey team that we saw earlier in the season. And then you look at their numbers last year, which are kind of more in line with what we've seen over the second half of the, of the season from them. So I think that that was a bit of an outlier early on. Um, And St. Louis is, playing a little bit better. I mean, Buchnevich is back. O'Reilly's back now. And, you know, we saw the the boost those guys gave to their lineup in the last two games. Um, so for me, this was just, I, I bet it at, at plus 140 when there was some plus 140s earlier at uh, at Penny and those kind of went away. Uh, plus 135, the can be still. Um, I mean, I, I'm fine with that. You know, like North Star, I, I still like that. The things I will say though now you kind of want to monitor is that um, Jack Hughes might return to the lineup tonight. It's possible that he's going to be back in there. I don't know if we have the uh, the So Money News bot, if he has anything on that yet. Um, and also, uh, Tori Krug, uh, Krug is questionable, so Tori Krug might not play. For me, I'm not relying on Hughes missing and Krug playing in order to keep betting this. Um, I think that if just one of those things happen, I might even add a little more. I'll be still comfortable uh, comfortable getting on it at this price. But, um, yeah, I mean, if, if Hughes doesn't play and Krug does play, this is – this is, you know, will become an even bigger play for me. But I think the price is just a little bit off here. Um, you know, Blues are getting healthier. Devils kind of coming back down to earth. A little bit of a uh, line is just a little bit too much respect for uh, for New Jersey, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I do. I do agree with Alex for the for, for the most part. I, we are on uh, Mackenzie Blackwood watch here as well. I think this would be a game where where they kind of get him in there. So um, I do I do like the over. Um, but I haven't bet it yet. Um, I'm just waiting for some. Um, I need Blackwood in there, and I doubt that Hughes plays. But if he mm-hmm. does, if there's if there's outside chance that he gets in there, um, then I'll definitely be on the over. But um, if we get a, a Blackwood confirmation, then I'll then then I will be there. All right, so stay tuned for goalie news and see if you get the Mackenzie Blackwood go ahead, and maybe it'll happen by the time we finish this show up, and so money will give us that uh, that notification when it does happen. 
And insight here has been uh, pretty on the ball for the injury news that you're throwing out earlier. Jake DeBrusque probable, Forsberg questionable. And then here, uh, Jack Hughes questionable, upgraded to uh, questionable Thursday versus St. Louis. So uh, keeping us up to date in the chat, giving us insight on what's going on around the NHL. Uh, um, another game here, so money I know you have some opinions on. And I'll just more so leave it to you in this one. Detroit heading to Calgary to take on the Flames. Flames have been relatively disappointing so far this season. They're, now you're hearing news, which, I mean, I'll just say I, I personally can't understand the idea of trading Mackenzie Weger from Calgary, but you're hearing news now that maybe Calgary would have some type of inclination to do so. Where are you stand on this Calgary Flames team right now? Because so many throughout the course of this year so far, you and I have had different conversations of it where it started like, don't panic on the Flames. Okay, maybe the Flames aren't what we thought they were. <laughs> now they're getting it together. Now, where do you stand on them as you look at this? So I've run the whole course on the Flames here, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm at the position now where it's like, yeah, it's time to panic, which means we'll probably reel off five straight wins here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in... Um, in a Western day here, the Canucks rightfully take the brunt of all the jokes here, but um, but the Flames are a mess. They're 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 a low right now, and it starts with Daryl Sutter and just his stubbornness um, with with just continuing to go with Jacob Markstrom, who um, who just doesn't have it for whatever reason. Maybe um, not being with Ian Clark anymore, like the change in game, like maybe Connor McDavid broke him in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, I think that's he, what happened. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he, he just doesn't have it. And, um, and for a coach like Sutter, who, um, who sh should be relatively secure in his, in whatever he wants to do in this league for him to not make that goalie change and go with Dan Vladar as your, as your, as your starting goaltender. It's just, it's, it's just inconceivable to me. Um, and we're seeing that in Minnesota as well. Uh, Dean Everson had a quote last night about, um, uh, well, well, Fleury has been good too. Well, he hasn't. And he's not your best option there. So um, it's just one of those things where just make the change. Like nobody's going to go and fire Daryl Sutter because he's benching Markstrom. So um, it's not like in the NFL where like you got these guys who are so, so resistant to like making change and like don't, don't want to rattle cages and stuff. It's not... It's not like that with Daryl Sutter. He can easily go in and make the change, and 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 nobody would say shit to him. So, mm -hmm. I'm I I don't get it. Like, just make the change, um, and Vladar gives you better chances to uh, to uh, win the game. And I see their price right now. Like, there's no way I'm betting Calgary at that number, oh. right? Even with Detroit on a back to back, right? And like, and their and their long their um, shootout game last night. So. It just doesn't make to me. I I don't know what Sutter is doing. Yeah, and I'm seeing here in the chat, uh, Andrew Coots saying, "No idea how you play the Flames right now as big favorites." Yeah, that, that would be something for me as well. Looking at that team, it would just be a stay away spot. But Insight saying, "Wings emptied the tank last night in Edmonton. Halberg projected starter for Wings. Would that have any type of impact for you? So money on this." No, oh, I think that's already baked into the line. Um, we we see what that what this Calgary number is. That's with that's with Helbrook starting and Detroit on a back to back. So um, at this point, I think that those two elements have already been accounted for. So you're looking for 
um, to make a case for either team you're looking for um, something else that you feel has not been been in this line because if if Detroit's not on a back to back and if Huso starting then then there's no way that Calgary is this number right now. Yeah, right. I um I wanted to be on an under just because of like the fact that the Wings play such low event hockey and the Flames yeah. don't give up a ton and now obviously with the back to back but like with the goaltending matchup of Marsham and Helberg there's just no way I can I can stomach yeah. that so I just want I just want no part of this game whatsoever. So many. There's a game here tonight that you do have a play in, uh, or you are looking to make a play in between two Western teams, San Jose and Vegas. San Jose right now uh, potentially could just be moving on from a bunch of guys. We're looking at, it, at them with four goaltenders uh, over the last couple of days up on their roster, so they're getting ready to make some moves potentially here. Some guys seeing Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson getting calls on. Uh, this Vegas team is a team that very well could be calling about a guy like Timo Meyer, as they did put Mark Stone on IR. Looks like he will be out for the remainder of the regular season. Opens up about $9 million in cap space for them. Um, what would you be looking at between these two teams, San Jose and Vegas tonight, so money? I do have interest in this game. Um, Vegas, on the surface, looks like they're starting to turn it around, but we need to temper that with their recent wins have been against uh, Minnesota, Nashville, and Anaheim. So, so, so that doesn't say much. Um, and as and as funny as it sounds, um, in their in their current forms, uh, playing the Sharks is actually a step up in class for for Vegas, uh, based on how the Sharks have been playing. Um, and of course, the problem with the Sharks all season. Um, has been their goaltending. Um, Aaron Dell has actually been above average, um, his most to form, which is a significant upgrade then from like whatever uh, Kakinen has been has been providing these guys. But um, of course, we're always um, we're, we're we're constantly on uh, Timo Meyer and or Eric Carlson watch here. Um, I am interested in the I am interested in the Sharks, but. Um, I would like to wait and see uh, to make sure I'm not betting on on Kakinen, and I don't want to get caught with my pants down with like Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson get traded today, and like I'm sitting there with the Sharks. <laughs> so um, if if they do drift a bit, um, I will I I will be on the Sharks, um, but I need those elements to to be in my favor before I make a bet on them. Yeah, and that's the other thing. We're starting to see a lot of players like not even traded, but just get scratched for trade-related reasons that are on the block. Uh, so, you know, the last thing you want to do is get on the Sharks right now, and then you find out at you know an hour before game time that Timo Meyer and Eric Carlson are not going to play, or, or one of them is not going to play. It just that's tough. Um, yeah, uh, the Sharks have been playing really well. I do agree with you completely there, um, but goaltending just just terrifies me. Every time you back the Sharks, you're just like you're just asking for some pain because, you know, we can outshoot a team or outplay a team for 60 minutes and somehow lose six, three. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and I think it's a problem when you're, when you're hoping for an Aaron Dell confirmation. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah it is a problem, but it is sharks. Sharks are nothing for me here too. Uh, insight saying James Reimer questionable, Capo Kakinen questionable as well. So <laughs> there you go. Might get my Aaron Jones. Yeah, their, <laughs> yeah. ta- their talent is questionable too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, final game of the night. Uh, we do have a play in here. Philadelphia heading to Seattle to take on the Kraken tonight. Um, 
Philadelphia, two-game losing streak, having lost to Nashville and in their most recent loss to Seattle, 4-3. to uh, 11-9-7 on the road so far this year. This Seattle team holding on to th- the third spot in the Pacific. One point back of the Kings, two point back of the Vegas Golden Knights. Tied with Edmonton for points right now. They got a game in hand on them. Alex, what are you looking at between the Flyers and the Kraken that you would uh, have a play on? Yeah, so I am on the Flyers here. Um, we're going to get Carter Hart tonight after, you know, Sandstrom went on Sunday. So that's obviously a, a massive upgrade in goal. Um but realistically, like the, it's kind of similar to what I talked about with um, New Jersey is the, the Kraken, you know, they started the season so well and their, you know, their numbers for the first two months, they were like a top five, top seven team and, and a lot of these underlying metrics and expected goal share and, and whatnot. But they've kind of really come crashing back down to earth. And now they're a lot more in line with their numbers from last season, um, you know since January 1st, I mean, it's a small sample size, but the Flyers have an, a better expected goal share. Um, so I just think that they're still a very decent team, the Flyers, and, you know, they're not like not posting great numbers or anything, but they play a lot of competitive games. Um, and just the way that the Kraken are trending right now, um, I think that, you know, when you're getting Carter Hart and net, I think that this is just uh, the gap isn't as big between these two teams as, you know, the standings or this line suggests. So for me at getting this price on uh, on Philly, I'm not sure what the best, what's available right now. I'm not sure if it's 175 right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, 170 is fine by me too. Um, I uh, I like the uh, I like the Flyers tonight for sure. Yeah, I I completely agree with Alex. I think um, and one of the worst bets I've made all season was I bet the Flyers to have the worst record in the NHL this year, and of course they came out <laughs> they 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 won their first three games and it's just they they're they're not that bad of a team and they're not playing that poorly. Um, they just don't have that next level talent to kind mm-hmm. of carry them in games where um, where where they're not at their best. So um, I do like the Flyers here. Um, Alex mentioned it with Seattle. Um, I I think they peaked too early, um, yeah. and now they're back to they're back to what they should be. Um, one thing I will say in goal though is that um, um, I do want to see Martin Jones in net for Seattle. Um, Grubauer has been um, a significant upgrade on him this year. So um, I will be on the Flyers and uh, I will probably add if we get a Morton Jones confirmation. And the thing, just to your point too, you said that, uh, you know, the Flyers, they're a decent team. They just lack that like high end talent, you know, to carry them through those games. Kind of say the same thing about the Kraken, right? So it's kind of a decent matchup for them because the Kraken also don't have that elite they're just they're a bit of a deep team, but they don't have that elite skill up front where they're kind of relying on, you know, just contributions from all three or four lines to to get their scoring. So, um, yeah, they're not going to have, you know, some game breaker going in there and then taking this one over either. So it's just a good spot and it's just just way too big of a price, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for today's show. Uh, if you want to track all the picks to see all the picks that were made on today's show, make sure to go over to the BetStamp app. You can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. See all the picks that we've made. Had a little bit of a rough day yesterday, so hopefully we'll bounce back here today, get things back on the right track. Still up 44 units on the year, but uh, you know, you go one and four, and you you want to get back on the ra- back on the rails. So you don't want that to continue on as we head towards the playoffs here. Get in the right uh, mindset as we get to those playoffs. But 
Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in here today. Greatly appreciate it. If you were watching on YouTube and you have not subscribed to this channel yet, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. You get notified every time we go live Monday through Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You also get notified every time new videos drop, breaking down um, conference futures, division futures, Stanley Cup futures, trades, rumors, all that kind of stuff, as well as our new podcast with David Pegnota, Dennis Bernstein, and Zach Bonenstein every Wednesday. So new episode did drop yesterday. And if you missed it in real time, you can find it on all podcasting platforms. Alex, so money. Thank you guys for your time today. Thank you for the insights. Uh, I will see everyone back here tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Good luck with your bets tonight.